Here at Doxedo Bloom, we're excited about making disciples who impact the city and nations. We hope you enjoy today's message. Well, here it is, 2021. It has arrived. But I don't know about you, but looking back at the past year, thinking to myself, I want to live a life without constraints. I mean, that's what happened in 2020, remember? There were so, so many constraints. I mean, us having to isolate because someone in our, in our building was, you know, um, infected with, with the coronavirus. Maybe it was you having to sanitize a thousand times before you can go buy something in the mall. Um, or maybe it's just covering that beautiful face of yours with a mask. You see, what something, something that 2020 taught us is that there is so, un, so much uncertainty about a year and we don't know how to go into it. But today we want to look at how do I go into 2021 and how do I start it well? Well, here's the thing is that in 2020, we saw a lot of constraints. And I think this made us so shortly tempered, made us so short tempered because, you know, there were so many things around us choking us out and we, we started living in a place of constant reaction and not out of a place of planning and preparation. And I remember my year, I had to replan it a few times just to make sure we can get through it. But when we look at 2021, how do we as Christians approach that? Well, I believe there's four things that we can look at when we look at 2021. The first thing is this, is don't forget. The second thing would be God first. And the third thing would be not right now. And the fourth thing will be give yourself. So don't forget our first point for this day is this, is that we should not write off 2020. I mean, 2020 was a bad year, let's be honest. But it is so bad for us to just write it off, to just forget about it. You see, because in 2020, there was so many things that happened to us that actually shaped us, that actually moved us, that actually did things in our lives. I remember doing things that weren't even a part of my, you know, my job description, but it so shaped me in becoming a better person. It's so easy to look back at the past and write it off. And sometimes for us, it's so easy to look back at the past and kind of like forget God's faithfulness. I mean, think about it. If you've been to a wedding or to a celebration, what's the first thing you think about when, when you start remembering a wedding? You don't remember the good things. You start remembering the bad things, don't you? You know, the bride maybe tripped over a dress or the groomsman showed up late or, you know, the food wasn't all that great. When you think of a winning, you start thinking about the bad things first and then the good things. And I want to I caution us that when we think about last year, I mean, that we don't think about it as a bad thing, but actually start remembering the good things. Aiden Lee spoke the week before, and she spoke about also remembering the past, not just forgetting it. But it's so crucial for us going into this next year. If we want to start well, we need to know where we came from, what God has already done in us. And that allows us to be more faithful into seeing what He wants to do in our lives. And I, I remember just reading this piece in 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 Matthew 16, um, where he's, he's having this conversation with the disciples. And in this conversation, he's speaking about, you know, there are these two voices that the disciples need to listen to, either Jesus's voice or the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And he's having this conversation. And there's a dilemma that arises in, in, in verse 6. And the, the disciples come to Jesus and they're like, listen, Jesus, you know, we, we don't have any bread. We, we're struggling. We don't have bread right now. We forgot to get bread. And then Jesus replies 
in a in a very weird way, I would say. I, I love how the way that Jesus replies us to replies to the disciples. By the way, I mean he loves confusing them. I think this is like one of his favorite things to do on earth. He says to them after they say they have no bread, he says, "Watch and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees." And I, I could imagine, you know, that that in this moment the disciples were there and like, listen. That's not, that's not what we asked. Now he's talking about yeast. Like that is what leaven is. It's like yeast and, and, and that we should worry about their yeast. I don't, I don't know what's happening. And, you know, later on, I, I could just imagine the disciples just being baffled by this. And, and actually in the next piece of scripture, it says this. And they began discussing among themselves saying, we brought no bread. You know, kind of like saying, you know what, uh, God, we, we brought no bread. Like, why are you speaking about like yeast at the moment? And I could imagine them turning to each other and saying like, do you think he can hear us under our mosques? Like, is that a real thing? And um, it's so cool because Jesus kind of disrupts them and, and, and disorientates them. And then he, he answers it in this way. He says, oh, you of little faith, why are you discussing among yourselves the fact that you have no bread? Do you not remember the five loaves and the 5,000 and how many baskets were gathered? See, Jesus approaches them and says, Oh, friends, don't you remember what I have done? Don't you remember how faithful I have been? You're worried about bread and worried about all these things. And now you're not even sure if I'm saying the right thing, but he's saying like, listen, don't you know what I have done? And he kind of changes the topic from bread to actually something way deeper in this piece of scripture. He shows this to us in chapter 16, verse 11 um, in Matthew, where he actually says this. How is it that you fail to understand that I'm not speaking of bread? He's saying, friends, I'm not speaking about bread here. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. What is he saying? He says later on, they realized, but the teaching of the Pharisees and the Sadducees is what he was speaking about. You see, there's two things that pop out in this piece of scripture. Is number one, he tells us, stop doubting God. Stop doubting his faithfulness. Stop doubting that he'll step into this year for you because he's already done it in 2020. Maybe 2020 had major challenges. Maybe you lost loved ones. Maybe you lost a job or or got a decrease or, or there's been challenges around you as a family. I want to come and say this is that God has been faithful through that because you're here. Because you're standing right in front of us. And I want to say God is faithful in the many things. And the second thing that comes out of this piece of scripture is he's asking the question, listen, what bread are you eating from? Are you eating from the Sadducees and the Pharisees or are you eating from Jesus? Are you eating from the opinion of people around you, of principalities and and everyone around you? Or are you actually eating from Jesus? Are you eating his bread, his life? His word over your life. Friends, when we look back at the past year, it is so easy to get caught up in the bad things. But we should, as Christians, know that God is faithful. And secondly, know that He loves us and that He's the voice that we need to listen to. So that's the first thing. Looking back, we should not just push it under a rug. We should remember but not live in the past. Second one would be this. 
God first. I think it's quite funny that I put, you know, God first as the second point. I think that's quite hilarious, I, I personally think. But, you know, if we think about God first, this is a good conversation to have in the beginning of the year because this is where everyone is. Maybe you had a New Year's resolution to say, you know, this year I'm going to spend so much time with God. But every time I hear people say the words like, you know, I want to spend time with God, I want to be connected with God, it is always funny for me because the, the words they use are kind of a bit wrong. You know, they would say things like, yes, I must read my Bible or yes, I have to, I have to start praying more. Friends, that is not a relationship with God. That is a forced law upon your life. And that is not how God invites us to be in relationship with Him. I mean, when we say God first, it is not an obligation. It is an invitation. It is an invitation to say, God, you are first. I mean, God is going to be king above everything. He's first. He's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the end. It's just the moment we make him first in our lives that something great happens. But how do I put him first? Well, Jesus has another conversation with the Pharisees. Um, it's in Matthew 22. And the Pharisees are trying to catch him out. You know, they're saying, teacher, you know, what is the greatest commandment in the law? What is the greatest commandment? Trying to figure out, you know, does this guy know the law? And um, Jesus replies to him in Matthew 22, verse 37. And he says this, he said to them, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. You see, Jesus knew he was not gonna, he's not gonna bring people closer to him or bring people closer to God through a set of rules or regulations. He was gonna bring them closer to him through love. Friends, we have an invitation to God to say, God, the reason I put you first is because of my love for you. You know, this is the question that begs us, how do we put him first? Well, it's because of this, is that he radically loved us first. I mean, he looks at you and me and he says, you know what? I will die for you, even though you are still a sinner. I will give up my life for you. That is what happens when we put God first is we realize that he put us first for him he gave up his life for us therefore we can start putting him first it's a beautiful piece of scripture you've probably heard it a, a thousand times if you're a christian um, or even if you're not but it's john 3:16, and it says this is for god loved the world so much that he gave his only son that whoever may believe in him should not perish but have eternal life do you understand that God would take his son and offer him up so that you could have life, so that you could live a life fulfilled with him in relationship with God? You see, God gave his everything and all he asks in return is that we start putting him first. You know, for me, it is really easy to put someone first that has given their lives to me because it's a reaction of love. I mean, in the past few weeks, I actually got married. And, and this is such an amazing moment where myself and my wife, we, we, we stood across our friends, from our friends and our family and people around us and declared to each other that we will put each other first in our relationship. You see, my wife would ask me a bunch of different things. You know, I would, I would go on date nights with her. I don't do it because she forces me to. You know, I buy flowers and I don't do it because she forces me or, or wash the dishes. Okay, well, well, sometimes she forces me to wash the dishes, to be very honest. But I do it because I love her. It is a, is a natural inclination of me loving her that I devote myself to her, that I give myself to her, that I put her first. Friends, your love for God should be the thing that devotes you, devotes you to God, that devotes you to have a deeper relationship with Him. And here's the crazy thing about devotion and love. 
You see, it's so easy to, to say that we're just trying to be devoted. But here's the thing is when we start experiencing God's love, it automatically makes us more devoted. See, if I love my wife, I will be more devoted to her. If I love God, I will spend time in His Word. I will start speaking to Him. I'll start praying because of my love for Him. And the crazy thing is, is the more I devote myself to God, the more I fall in love with God. The more I get to know Him and His heart and His plan for my life. Friends, 2021, I hope there would be a year that you would put God first because of the love that He has given you. Third one is this, and this is one I'd like to speak about because I really suck at this one. It's this, right now, right now, start right now. You know, I've had many years like this, you know, the years of what if, you know, what if I actually did this? Or maybe I should have done that. Or can you imagine if this actually happened? You see, living in regret is so not helpful when you look at the beginning of a year. Because here's the reality. I mean, the past, we can't change the past, nor can we predict the future. But the only thing we can do is actually affect the present. We can actually look at the present and say, God, I am here. What do I need to do? What can I start doing? What should I do? It's only in the present that we can make the past and, uh, a reality. And so for me and for you, I want to ask this question right now. What is the thing that you need to start there's this piece in Isaiah, um, which is really great, Isaiah 43, 18. And it says this, remember not the things of old, or remember not the former things, or consider the things of old. He's saying, don't remember just the past. Like, remember it, but don't live there. You know, don't, don't, don't live in the past. Don't live in the, well, I've always been a failure, so I'll be a failure. Or I'll always, you know, be that guy, so I'll be that guy. No, forget about that. And he says this in, in verse 19, Behold, I am doing, currently doing a new thing. Now springs forth. Now it springs forth. Friends, God is busy doing something new in your life. But sometimes, and this is the, the crazy thing, sometimes we're so busy regretting the past, or we're so stretched out about the future, that we miss what God is trying to do in our lives right now. And I truly believe if you, if you look at 2021 to say, God, will you come and shape me in the moment every single day as a walk in my step or in my, in my, as a step in my walk with you? For that every single day I will take a step with you and I will grow in you. You see, when we look at it that way, we don't worry about the past mistakes, nor do we do stress about the future. No, we look at God in the moment and say, God, will you guide us? Will you push us forward? I mean, right at the end of that verse, uh, chapter 43 verse 19, it actually says, I will make a way in the wilderness and the rivers in the deserts. You see, God promises us things that if you are with me, if you don't stress and if you just commit yourself to me, I will make a way for you. Now, I'm not saying to stop planning. Please plan. plan is a, planning is a major thing and a great thing for our lives. We really need to plan, but do not do not just stop planning, but actually allow God to change your plans when He needs to. I mean, for myself, I, would, I love planning out my year and seeing what God wants to do and, and actually speak to Him about that. But the moment that He comes and, and actually puts things in there that changes the plan, the first thing I do is I allow Him to because I want to see His plan roll out, not my will, but His will. I remember for the first time um, in full-time ministry, being called to full-time ministry, my conversation with God. It was absolutely incredible. I remember having this conversation with him saying, God, you know what? I want to give my life to you. I want to be in ministry. 
but I'm unsure. I'm unsure what I need to do. Do I, do I need to do the kids ministry? Do I need to do youth? Do I need to be a pastor? You know, what do I need to do? Do I need to be a worship leader? Please, Lord, don't let me be a worship leader. No one will worship at church. <laughs> but here's the thing is when I looked at it, I thought to myself, God, what, what, what do you want me to do? And like clear as day, God just presented this thing to me and he said, I don't care what you do as long as you do it for me. As long as you do it for me. Friends, if you're thinking about starting something, maybe it's that new business. Maybe you want to start a new business that you've been thinking about. I want to say this, start doing it. Jump in. I mean, maybe it's a new friend that you want to invite to church or a new friend you want to be part of your family or, or wherever it may be. Start doing it. Invite that person. I mean, there's so many different things that, are, that we are keen to start, but we're so scared to start because of failure or because of past thoughts or future un or uncertainties in the future. Friends, I want to say God allows us to be present and He guides us in the present. Allow Him to start things in you right now. It's a major thing to understand as we go into 2021. You see, when we look at the future, we need to ask ourselves, what is God doing? What is God doing? And, and this gives us so much uncertainties. And I, and I could already see, you know, you may be thinking at home like about, yes, you know, I, I need to be in the moment. I need to be here right now. But actually, while I'm speaking, you're probably still thinking about the thing in the past. You know, the, the, the pain you experienced in the past or the uncertainty about the rest of 2021. Well, I want to come and say this, is that are you so deeply in love with God and do you trust Him? that you can take a step every single day and know that He will guide you. Someone actually shared this vision with me a few, a few months back and it's such a beautiful thing. It's like God gives us a lamp unto our feet, not a spotlight unto the path, but a lamp unto our feet, trusting Him with every single step. Do we see the end? Not at all. We don't see the end, but we do see the step that He wants us to take. And as we turn around, we can see where we've been and we can give glory to God. May 2021 be a year that you focus on that. So how do we just start? You know, I was speaking about just starting, but how do we do that? Well, here's the big thing for today. And it's this, we need to give ourselves. We need to give ourselves. This is the last point for today that I want to really speak about. But can you imagine a year, 2021, a year that you say, God, this is my life. This is all that I am. And 100%, I will give myself. I will give myself to you. My family, I give it to you. My business, I give it to you. My, my salvation, my thoughts, I will give it to you. My quiet time, my devotion, I give it to you. My life, I give it. Can you imagine what a year like that would look like? Just one year out of your entire life. It would be amazing. Now imagine that and further. See, it's so easy for us in the moment to make emotional decisions, say, God, yes, I want to do this. But as the year fizzles out, I mean, our New Year's resolution, the resolutions go away, right? I mean, it's the 3rd of January right now. I mean, your New Year's resolution, some of them might have gone. Some of you that have gone on diets, maybe you haven't made it to the third day. Um, if it's you, I'll pray for you because that's probably me as well. But when we look at, you know, devoting ourselves, we actually have to ask this question. We need to give ourselves to God. May 2021 be a year that you give yourself to God. Why do I say this? Well, Romans 12 verse 1 actually says this. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to God, 
with, which is your spiritual worship. And then later on, he says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed in the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern the will of God that is good and acceptable and perfect. What is he saying? He's saying, God, may you please, for this next year, maybe you should think about this, for this next year, God, will you come and renew my mind, my thoughts, my, my thought pattern, the way I look at life, will you come and renew it? Because I don't want to be like this world. I don't want to be conformed to this world. I want to be different. I mean, God made us a new creation, not to be the same, but to be new, to be different, to be transformed. And then the second thing is this, is that he says, you know what, we should be a living sacrifice. And I, I remember reading this for the first time, a living sacrifice. I thought to myself, isn't that like controversial? Or isn't the two opposites? I mean, living is to live and sacrifice is to kill something, you know, to be dead. Now, how am I a living dead thing? And it's so easy to understand is when we look at it, it's saying that living is the moment we become alive in Christ, where I actually receive his life, where he puts his life in me. The moment I am saved, he comes and he pours out his spirit into me. I am saved through his Holy Spirit. And he comes and puts life in me. And the second one, sacrifice, is the moment I realize that I need to live a life where I constantly need to die to myself and start living for His will. Friends, for 2021, will you be a living sacrifice? You know, I, I'm thinking to myself and, and maybe for you at the end of 2021, imagine you could say these words, God, God, I, I've lived the life for you. I've, I've been alive this year. I've taken everything on with a passion that you've put in my heart. I've given my life for you this year. And not only that, but the selfish ambitions I've had, the selfish thoughts I've had, the angry thoughts I've had, all the things I've done, I've actually died to them. I've given them up so that I could fulfill your will over my life. Can you imagine a year like that? A year where you can actually experience God in such a way. Now, here are the four things. Number one, don't forget. Remember the past, but don't live there. Number two, God first. Put God first in everything you do with love for Him. Number three, right now, start. Start that journey. Start that journey with God. Start that, that business, that thing you're waiting for. Start and see God's faithfulness. And number four, give yourself. Die to yourself and live for His will. So how do I start well in 2021? I give my life to Christ. I start with Him. I'm going to end off with this piece of scripture. It's in Psalm 62 verse 6, and it says this, He only is my rock and my salvation, my fortress, and I shall not be shaken. Friends, we can say all these nice things. We can try and put God first. We can try and start things right away. I mean, we can try and, you know, not just forget the past, but just embrace it. We can try all these things. But if I'm unsure about that, that God is my rock and He is my salvation and He's the one that is my fortress, if I'm unsure about that, then this year will be another flaky year in your life. But if I know where I stand with Him, friends, this year will be amazing. So I want to make the invitation to you. Uh, maybe you have just forgotten about God being your rock or you've forgotten about God being your savior. Or maybe you've never given your life to Christ. I want to create a moment for you to give your life to Christ. I'm going to take a moment to pray for you. And after that, I'll just like to you know, take you further. Yo, Lord Jesus, as we are gathered here for the God on the other side of a screen, Lord Jesus, we pray 
that you would come and mend our hearts with you. Lord, if there is someone that wants to give their life to you for the first time, I pray that you will come and fill your love into their hearts, that you will come and take your love and fill them, Lord Jesus, that you would come and give them more of who you are, Lord, that they would realize that they are sons and daughters of the King Most High, Lord, that they have been saved and that they are now a new creation. Lord, it's not because of us, but it's because of you. It's because of us dying and you living in us that we can have a life fulfilled. And Lord, I pray that you would come and make them realize that they must die to themselves and have a life in you and find life in you. Lord, I pray for them and I pray that you would, for all of us, just really come and fill our lives, Lord, that we would be a living sacrifice for you in 2021. Amen. Friends, um, if you did give your life to Christ today, I want to just invite you um, that you can go down to the links below and there you will find the information to our website where you can contact us and we'd love to have a conversation with you. And for the rest of us, I hope that 2021 will be a year filled with passion and drive and love for Christ. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Make sure that you get connected to this family on mission by joining us at one of our Sunday services.